right. Welcome back, guys and gals. Welcome back to the Nurse Man Dan Show with your host, as always, Nurse Man Dan. Um, as I usually start out, I hope you've been doing well. I hope you've been doing. Um, I actually heard from my grandma that she's been moving around some, kicking her feet, making some laps. So let's give a round of applause to my grandma. Fantastic, fantastic work. Um, I don't know what happened this morning. I walked outside to go get something out of my car and it was like 30 something degrees. Wasn't it like almost in the 90s last week? I'm not really, I mean, what's happening right now? Um, Not liking it. I don't like the cold. Um, I especially don't like the cold because I get sunburned if it's cold or not. I mean, I guess everybody does, but... It's like, damn, if I'm going to be sunburned, I don't want it to be cold and then still burn, you know? So anyways, I guess it's just uh, that time to start, you know, warming your car up again, or here shortly anyways. Um, so uh, I had a meeting this morning at work, which I was late for, um, unfortunately. Actually, it's probably probably fortunate that I wasn't on time because um, my blood was just boiling, listening to what was coming out of, of, uh, Pierre St. Nicolas of what the, uh, this hospital, what we're doing, because it just goes right back to my point from the beginning. And like, I know for sure a couple of people that are on the exact same page as I am with, with what I'm talking about. I don't know if everybody is, um, I definitely, feel like I'm the most vocal about it. Um, maybe not eh, in person sometimes too. Like I said, I kind of got bitched at about dropping the F-bomb at that meeting. Um, so just hear me out. Um, I, I may have said this before, but you know, I'm a nurse. That's my job. But the more lately, um, and especially since this whole uh, increase the minimum wage argument came out. <clears throat> I don't know if more of you have noticed that y'all have more than the job you currently have, really. Um, so when when I go into the grocery store, Target, um, Taco Bell, I hate to admit um, that I was there, but even Taco Bell, fast food, has switched to these Automated machines, just, okay, automated machines. I know everybody listening has used one probably at some point, unless you're still that person that pays with checks when it's completely unnecessary, honestly. So, um, let's see, Publix, right up the road. That's usually where I go to uh, get my groceries. As nice as Publix is, I guess, for being just your, like, it's not the Kmart of grocery stores, but it's also not like the Saks Fifth Avenue of grocery stores. It's pretty much like a target of grocery stores. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a nice presentation, I guess. Um, it's not dark and looks like, uh, you know, like Kmart does, honestly. Last time I was inside of Kmart, I thought they were closed. It was just like, no, they just don't put lights on anymore, I guess, inside Target. Um, so anyways, so I go in and 
I'm telling you, the line there is always horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. The only thing about Publix, other than it being convenient to how, you know, where I live, the only good thing about Publix is their pharmacy and their pharmacy staff. That Those are the nicest group of, uh, you know, what do they call those? Street dealers? Farm, um, I don't know what we used to call them in the ER. Like drug dealers, but legal, like street dealers. I don't know. Anyways, the nicest group of pharmacy people you can meet where I currently live. Other than that, Publix is 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 terrible. So you walk in, um, you can never find any carts, one. And then you do find a cart, and you go and you you have to go up and down the aisle. I mean, pick out everything you want, obviously, right? It's a grocery store. I'm cool with that part. Uh, but then you, you go up and you realize they only have one register open. Uh, and then they got this, those self checkout line things. And there's a line down the aisle, uh, you know, perpendicular to those checkout lines of people waiting to check out when there's like usually four or five other registers that are completely, they're just, there's nobody there. They're just closed. So all those spots wide open, right? Nobody's working them. I see employees standing around talking to each other. And just a line of fatties trying to get our stuff so we can go home. Taco Bell. Once again, I hate to admit it. It's been a while, but I was hungry today and it it was close and I just did it. I failed too, just as much as all of you. So I go into Taco Bell, a fast food place, and I'm standing like at the counter, like there's people in the little kitchen area, like they see me and I'm like standing there for, I was the only one in line and it probably wasn't that long, maybe a minute and a half. But when you're the only one in line, there's absolutely nobody in their dining room. It's, it's literally me. And then like six staff and I'm standing there like, all right, yeah, come on, man. Like, I know what I want. I'm on, like, I just, I want to eat something. So I'm not angry. Can you please feed me what I'm going to pay you? Okay. Um, so finally this young, well, she wasn't really young, but this, this lady comes over and she says, are you trying to order? And I was like, no, I was going to check out a book. Um, but I couldn't find one I liked. And I was like, no, yes, I'm trying to order. I'm standing here with scrubs on and a nursing badge. What else would I be doing in a Taco Bell at lunchtime? Right? That's not even the, the weirdest part. The weirdest part is that then she said, oh, hey, if you want to place an order, you need to go over there. To which she directed me to a self checkout line where you go in, you come in. I, I drove in. Uh, I came inside to eat because I didn't want to make a mess in my car because it's loaded down with nursing bullshit as it is. And then I go in and I don't even have a conversation with anybody other than to tell me, Hey, we don't take orders anymore. You place them. And it's like, so not only do I work at a grocery store, not only do I work at a, a Taco Bell, 
targets another one. All these effing registers open every time I go in there. But none of them have people at them. them. You've got targeteers walking all over the place. And you've got a line that goes from the registers, you know, past cosmetics, almost up to like mouthwash. At least where I'm at. And it's like, what, what is the deal? Like, your job is to check us out. You're supposed to provide a service, you know, usually a pleasant service. But I'm telling you, like, I mean, what a business plan, what a business model to, to open something, a store, a gas station, a, a, not a gas station, a grocery store, Target, um, gro- uh, what, the other, what was the other one? Fast food. And then I'm going to set it up so that I don't have to hire anybody. Hmm. I'll get something else to do the work that I don't have to pay. I'll still be putting out the same amount of food, product, whatever. And I'll be saving money because now I'm not paying for other people's shit. Healthcare, life, all the, the shit that comes along with owning a business. So when I go back to, I haven't gotten into what this meeting was about, but it's on these terms. Uh, back to that whole minimum wage increase to $15 an hour where I'm at. It does not help anybody because just everybody thinks, oh goodness, I deserve $15 an hour because I deserve it. (laughs) It's like, okay, cool. Do you, do you really? Do you deserve $15? And I'm not saying I don't want people to make money. What I'm saying is that a job that you could teach a six-year-old to do is not, it, it's, it doesn't require a lot of, uh, you know, critical thinking. It doesn't require, uh, you know, very technical judgment calls. It's just like frozen beef, flip it, throw some fries in the fryer. That's it. And they want $15 an hour. And it's expensive where I live. I mean, it's expensive around here. So I know, I mean, people want to make more money. But when they did this thing where they raised the minimum wage, I I don't know where anybody did not see this coming. Or maybe, I'm sure they did. I just, I don't watch the news anymore because it's depressing and uh, a lot of it is just, it doesn't make sense to me what we're doing. Um, On both sides. 100% 100% on both sides. Anyways, um, so, you know, these people that run these businesses all the way up from the top, you know, the the leader of Taco Bell, whoever that is, Hispania, uh, you know, look, that's probably offended somebody. Why is it going to be Mexican? Whoever the name is of Taco Bell started that company to better his life, to make money, right? Nothing wrong with that. And how it usually works, once again, hit the mic, sorry. Uh, when I own a business, I've started this business. I put in my time equity, my sweat. I put, I put, I've put in the time. This is my baby. I'm going to make it grow. So I hire people to do jobs that anybody can do. It's an entry-level job. With the, there's nothing wrong with that. I've I never worked in fast food, but I've worked at entry level. Everybody does it. 16-year-olds getting a job? Like, yeah, go work somewhere shitty. What do you think you're going to come out of 
junior year of high school or whatever age people are 16 in, you know, making 90,000 a year. Like, what are you doing? No, it's go work there. They don't pay you a lot because a lot of people quit because it's not really that fun to do. You don't really do anything different. Uh, I'm sure it's an underappreciated job. Can you imagine how many people going through these drive through lines, just like bitching and complaining about nothing, um, just to bitch and complain. So, I mean, I get it. It's not the most desirable job, but it is a job and it did pay. Hashtag minimum wage raising doesn't work. And now I have more jobs. Anybody listening that does not agree with my stance on this minimum wage stuff, uh, I want to put you in a scenario. Everybody listening can just, you be this person. Imagine you are going to start a business that you know is going to do well. Without a doubt, 100%, it will be successful, okay? But it's your, you have to, you have to do the work. You have to do everything that comes along with it. And as long as you maintain the basics of the business, you're going to be good. So you have your money. Uh, you've invested all this money to start this business up. And then you employ people at an agreed rate of hire. And even before this whole $15 an hour thing started, the minimum wage, I mean, everybody still paid higher than minimum wage. As far as I, I know, for, for most entry-level jobs, I don't, listen people, why, would, why did these places need to pay you a lot of money to do something that doesn't require any real, like, thought? You know, I mean, you need to know how to, like, wrap stuff. Put a you know put fries in a container, but you're not you know uh, you know making decisions on you know if somebody's going to jail for their life or not, or uh, you know a cop that is in a tough situation. Like you're not doing, and even cops don't make shit for money. They should make more money. I mean, every day like somebody might go after them, especially the way it is today. So um, so if I got I've got my business going your business, whatever you're doing, everything's going fine, right? And then you got this one little lazy fucker. Who, we're going to call him Stu, Stuart. I'm not going to give him a woman's name. Y'all work hard. Women work hard. Yeah, I get it, okay? So the guy's name is Stuart, okay? And he's a suck-ass employee. He doesn't do it. He's always late. He doesn't get his, you know, his jobs done. And uh, Stuart decides, hey, you know what? I want more money. You, as the business owner, the person who started this business, hired me, agreed to this amount, but I don't think that's fair. So let's fast forward a few years, insert any amount of years, and now we're at this $15 an hour minimum wage. As the business owner, if you are the owner of Taco Bell or the owner of Target or of a mom and pop place and you're paying these people what y'all agreed upon, I'm sure there's paperwork that shows it. And I mean, you have bills to pay. If you don't sell enough product or whatever it is, you don't make money. And now Stuart 
and other stewards across this country somehow got the backing to say, um, even without any real work experience, without any um, real motivation, without even having to be a good employee, you just need to almost double our hourly rate, right? So you remember, you're the business owner here, okay? I imagine as the business owner, if you've got an employee who isn't doing their job, you're probably going to get rid of them, especially if you warn them enough times, right? Which I think is fair. I think it's fair to give a warning or two before you do. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair unless there's a blatantly obvious um you know, disregard for something in your job or outside your job. I don't really care. I don't think you should be fired for minor stuff on the first try. So anyways, so you got this business and then you're paying them $758 an hour. You're paying all your people, some of them maybe a little bit more, uh, but everybody's at least making minimum wage. Okay. Everybody, all the people that are making the same amount, but you got different people. You got different mindsets. You got the workers and then you got the people who just want the check. The workers are the one that'll do the extra stuff without asking for money, for more money, without bitching about it. They'll just do it because like they want to do good work and they're proud of their work. And then the other group of people are these people who um, just are like, uh, I don't really want to work. Like, I definitely want you to give me money, but I don't really want to have to put in the time. And somewhere along the way throughout history, we have started to tolerate that behavior and then in in other words almost encourage it okay so that uh, you don't there's no reason to work hard you know i have a business you you have a business in this example and you're you're pay, the government tells you you have to pay your employees this amount of money i don't care how much money you're bringing in i don't care how inefficient or, you know, inefficient, efficient your employees are, $15 an hour. And then if you're in a a state where, like, you know, where I live, it's an at-will state. They can fire you for being a man. Uh, I I doubt they would because it'd be such a shit storm. But, you know, for the places that they can't just fire you for nothing, um, it's going to cost those business owners money. And so even if you, like I said, if you're in a state where you can fire, it doesn't matter, but somewhere where you can't fire somebody for re- a lot of reasons, uh, you know, you can't, like here, like I said, you could fire them from being a guy, but places where you can't do that, uh, like that, that business is set to fail. Just basic, like, common knowledge if you just look at it the right way. So, here we are, 2022, and we are going into stores, walking in, grabbing our carts. We are picking out the stuff we want or need, putting them in the cart, and then walking up to a register not operated by anybody where we unload the stuff we've purchased, we put it in our own bags or the bags they provide, and then we give them our fucking money. Like, 
what did does that seem like cool to y'all? It COVID did so much bad. I'm not even talking about for health. I'm talking about for people in general. I remember the first time I saw after COVID started that like this curbside pickup. And I remember looking at the my my buddy at the when I was there at the time and said, dude, this is never going to go away. This is always going to be something now because now they've realized that in order for me to make money, if we've got all these restrictions, we'll just bring it out to you. And enough people that don't want to move, don't want to walk, lazy, um, those people found it and said, hey, this is awesome. I don't have to get out of my car now. And on top of that, all these delivery services where you can get on your phone and say, hey, I'd like to have a, um, a picture frame, a 13 by a 17.5 specifically. Um, I'd like to order a new fish for my fish tank. And also, I'd like to, um, what else could I buy if I wanted to online? I don't know. Whatever it is. And then you just, you don't, you've just eliminated so much activity because you're just, you just sit more. You just sit more and rely on other people to do your stuff. So here we go. So another example, by the way, is street workers. I blew my mind the first time I saw it because I was like, here we go. So, you know, they want more money for doing a job that anybody can do. So what did the street, at least the ones around here that I've seen, they've got these automatic portable stoplights. They just stick them on each side and there's little sensors. And now as the owner of this company, you know, when you say, hey, I got to I got to pay y'all more now, like they're making me, but y'all still do shitty work and it's slow. All right, I'm just going to um, get a machine to do your job. So now you're out of work. You're unemployed. Uh, and he's still getting his work done. Uh, and he's making more money. Same thing with Target. Same thing with Taco Bell. Nobody wants to work. It's not that these businesses are awful. It's that, unfortunately, the economy is shit. We, you know, we, we, send, we spend money on so much bullshit in this country that, that that's why it looks the way it does that's why in a lot of these cities the homeless is through the roof there's you know there you there's people stealing and committing crimes that don't get punished actually get released because of this social culture we're in and it's it's just bullshit so so they're at Pierre Saint Nicolas um, they're doing some, I forgot what the word was that my boss called it. Some like positional change changes, I guess. And to put it like just terms to make it's easy for me to understand. And I guess it'll make it easy for you guys to understand is, you know, if you've got in our office, I've got a manager who helps like, she's like the manager. And then we've got like this other lady who does a shit, she sees patients, but she's also in the office, like making sure we're caught up on our stuff, making sure we're not missing things that we need to do. And I mean, like helping us, literally helping us a lot. That person has been invaluable to me since I've I've started there. Um, Oh, you know, always there to help me. Um, Shit, touch the mic again. 
and just just a, a good nurse, right? I, I enjoy. So we've got that person, and then we got my other manager who is in the office more often than not, not really going out and seeing patients unless it's absolutely necessary. And then we've got like the bigger boss, which is above, she's like the Mac Daddy, I guess, of that office and the area I work. Um, <clears throat> so my hospital system is going to, so imagine you got 10 targets, 10 hospitals, whatever the thing is, and you've got three managers at each target, right? You've got one that oversees five targets in another state. And then you've got a manager there that runs the store, make sure everything with the store, all the money, that kind of shit is okay. And then you've got your, the third manager who really does everything. You know, she's on the floor. She's helping out. She's replacing bulbs. She's dealing with customers. She does that. Okay. Uh, And imagine with that target, they say, okay, we're going to take out the big, big manager, right? That person's gone. She's going to be somewhere else and she's going to oversee instead of just doing this target. Now she's going to oversee seven other targets. Okay. The lady below her, the manager that, you know, doesn't really see patients that often. She's in the office. She's taking care of the business side of stuff. She will now be moving into the original big boss's spot. She'll still be there, but she's going to be taking on another six targets. Some, you know, in that, this analogy, the third manager, the one that does a a shit ton of work. I mean, I'm sure they all do, but the one that's more, most relatable to me, she's still seeing patients. She's still doing everything behind the scenes. Her job is being eliminated. All right. I just want y'all to, Fucking Mike. If I hit this shit again, I'm going to stop this podcast. So we're in this meeting this morning and I walk in at like the perfect time for uh, me to have a heart attack. And I heard him say over, you know, right now there's nursing shortages across the country. And actually there's less people going to nursing school and there's, uh, you know, physicians are getting out of uh, medical care. So, and that's just true. Um, So right there, like for anybody, even if you're not a nurse, when she says that, like you as a common sense person would say, okay, damn, they're probably going to be short on nurses and healthcare providers, right? If that many people are leaving and that's just what's happening, it would not be hard to differentiate that. Like you would be able to understand where I'm coming from. So then... Um, now, so all the managers are pretty much gone, right? The, the one that helps in my role helps me the most, I guess, with making sure I stay on top of things is the nurse that's no longer going to have this position. And I want you guys to understand that at Beer St. Nicholas, these, some of these people have been in these positions for years. And since they're doing this whole reconstruction thing, they have to reapply for their jobs. So these people that have been busting their ass and doing good work for X amount of years at the same company now have to reapply for their jobs and might not get it. Why? Why would this be happening? Okay. Just don't forget what I said about nursing shortages, physician, healthcare worker shortages. Okay. What my hospital is planning on doing is 
making it so that these telehealth visits are a large part of what goes on as how things are treated, right? Um, and I remember she said they're going to hire like 30 new positions. These nurses are going to be behind the computer at home doing the care plans, doing the video visits, right? All this, all that shit. You're still going to have nurses in the field to go out and see patients and actually, you know, touch, feel, hear them. Um, you're just going to be doing less paperwork, I guess. Now, I don't care. That sounds great, right? Like, cool. All I got to do is go out here and teach some people about some fucking diabetes. Great. I'll do that all day. But, and it sound, it did sound nice. But then she said, uh, th- you know, 30 new positions. They're spending an abnormally high amount of money on uh, electronic products. They are getting rid of key people in our department. Um, and the... When COVID hit, the hospitals realized that, shit, we got all this stuff. How do we still need to make money? And they finally realized, like, wow, actually, none of these people need to have hospital visits because it's not really that. We could just do this over the phone. Like, they're going to come in here and take up 45 minutes of my time to tell them you're still overweight. Uh, Try better next time. Seven minutes. Seven-minute doctor visits. Don't forget. Um, so, so we are going to be transitioning from, instead of having nurses on the regular and go out in the community, in the field and treat patients, that part is going to lessen. So everybody, you know, Oh, that's great. We're going to have less work to do. Woo. Right. Because they got these 30 new positions that they're going to fill. Right. Now I, I asked them, but it, I didn't really get an answer. I, I thought I, I was like, how are they filling these 30 positions? And she's like, well, they're going to get nurses. And I'm like, and I, and I could tell this, the conversation wasn't going to continue. I could just tell. And I knew why it wasn't going to continue because I'd be in there all day. And every time they bring something up, I would just throw it back at them and say like, that's wrong. That's wrong. Okay. Most of the people that I, I think, Oh, well over half, well over half of the people I see as a nurse on a day-to-day basis are above 75 years old. How many of these people do you think are tech wizards? Okay. How many people at 85, 93 years old do you think want to have to try to learn some kind of new piece of technologies, not technologies, technologies and be ear to it's. It's not going to happen. I've had, like I said, more often than not, the patients say, I don't, I don't want to do this. I, can't you just, why, why am I doing this, right? So I'm asking them like, so then I said, okay, so they're going to fill up these 30 slots for these telehealth uh, visit nursing positions, okay? 30 slots. I've been there here since January, We've been short-staffed almost the entire entire time that I can think of. She just said there is a nursing shortage. Uh, it's hard to find staff. Um, we are going to do less work. There won't be a decrease in the amount of nurses on the in the field. Uh, what what was the last thing? Um, 
Oh, and don't forget, we're also going to be able to take on more patients, meaning more money, right? It doesn't, uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Okay, people are getting at the numbness looking at it. There's a summer called nice national national crisis, a shortage of nurses. Uh, the problem was percolating even before the pandemic. Now. The projected deficit could be more than 1 million nurses by the end of the year. Uh, the reason nurses complain about unsafe provider to patient staffing ratios and inadequate compensation. Um, it's going to be a challenge to replenish the workforce. What I hope happens, and this is my dream, my fantasy, I guess, would be that Enough people that are considering going into the medical profession hear what I'm saying and choose not to. So that it gets to the point where we do not have enough providers that they have to change the way healthcare runs. That's why people are getting out of this fucking career. It's an unwinnable system. There's no account accountability on the patient side. The physicians are not uh, the ones that control what kind of treatment you receive. It's all ran by uh, pharmaceutical companies, insurance companies in cahoots with the government to make money. And it's, uh, it's never going to get better. And now what I see is going to happen. I, it's, I don't see it as going. It is going to happen. Just like everybody who said, I said, they're just going to replace your job. Y'all want more money, but y'all aren't doing anything more. You're not a better employee. You're just a bitch whiner who wants more money for doing the same shit. And here we go. I mean, just look around everywhere you go. Self-checkout line, CVS, Walgreens, food, the food kitty, food line. I've seen them at Wawa. Because people that want to work and make money are just, they're not going to, continue to pay somebody more when they're not getting more out of their buck. So businesses are shutting down. Uh, we are doing more of the work. Um, it, it, this is not a stable way to go. This doesn't have the ending <clears throat> that people think all this technology, <clears throat> excuse me, and shit is going to make, you know, everything so much better. I've already told you, technology is what's fucking killing all of us. And now they want to incorporate it more in healthcare. Reducing the amount of time a human-to-human -human contact interact interaction happens. Just like I said, when I go see patients, and I'm seeing them for a, a toe wound, they, they broke their toe, but they've had diabetes for 46 years, right? I go in there and I say, okay, cool. I'm real. I'm focusing on this uh, this um, wound care, and then I'm gonna get the vitals, and I want to just see, you know, why did she fall? X, Y, Z. I'm not spending a lot of time on di, if any, on diabetes. You've had it for 46 fucking years. If you don't know what diabetes is and what you're supposed to be doing by now, then then you need there's you need to go somewhere else. Be because I'm not gonna fix that shit. 46 years, you've been taking a medicine and you don't, even, you don't even know what it's for? So as much as they don't want to admit it, here's what's going to happen before I'm dead, is that 
Healthcare is going to, especially home health, there will no longer, unless you have wound care, there's going to be no reason for people to go see you. You're still going to get charged. You're still going to get billed for the doctor's time. Hospitals don't do anything. Even if it's a charitable event, they're doing it as a tax write-off. I promise you, hospitals aren't, no business is is ever giving money away. Like, that's the, if that was the case, there wouldn't be business. It'd just be poor people or run-down businesses. What's going to happen? They are going to start taking people out of the field. They are going to start letting nurses go because they're realizing, just like when COVID started, that, hey, shit, if we just give them a blood pressure cuff and uh, a scale and like a, a little pulse oximeter machine, um, yeah, that'll cost us some money up front. But like we can just bill them a shit ton of money and get the same information we get when the nurses go. Which just goes back to what I said. We're glorified babysitters. We cannot fix y'all. Because of who's in charge. Until you put the healthcare system back in the power of the providers. 100%. It's never going to get better. I am sure there are a ton of physicians out there. that get sick and tired of seeing People over and over and over for the same shit. You put it into the physician's hands and then they can say, hey, if you come back and you haven't changed anything, you can go to another fucking office. Okay, I'm done wasting my time on you. I'm done. I've been doing this for two years with you. You've made no effort. I'm tired of it. Kick sand. Get the fuck out of my office. I promise you, you do that. Healthcare gets better. Because when people can't rely on um, something you swallow to fix your shitty lifestyle choices, they're going to change their ways because they're going to see how sucky it actually is. But as long as we continue to coddle everybody, as long as we continue to let people that run medical systems, the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies, Stay in power until there's a policy in place that prevents or eliminates significantly the bottom line for healthcare being money. It's never going to get better. It's only going to get worse. The people that are, you know, 70 to 90 now are in the best spot because they're, you know, they're, you know, they've got their problems, but they also got some medicine and they only have to deal with a few years of it. It's the people that are my age and younger. The ones now, with all this technology booming, everybody's job is more sedentary. Uh, it's going to end. I mean, it's never going to get better. I I actually um I think I, I know I said that before. I think I I think it's almost time for a career change. Unfortunately, you know people are like, oh, but you're so good, blah blah blah. Uh, yes, it doesn't matter. That does not matter. I almost feel like the reason I want to get out of nursing is because it's very hard, at least to me, to want to do good by people who want, I want people to be better and get better. It's very hard to do this job when it's impossible with the way the system is run. It's, it's, 
It's depressing. I was, you know, beginning this year. I mean, it's a busy job, but I was excited. Like I'm helping people, really helping people. Um, and I'm just, it's changing. It's going to be less doctor to patient faced, you know, in-person visits. Everything's going digital. They're going to keep making their money. You're going to continue to stay in the shape you are. Uh, and you're going to continue to pay them. That's that's what's fucking happening. That is what's happening. And it, it I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, these people have been there however long, and now they just have to reapply for the job and might not get it. Uh, and and then I just don't get. This is the last last point. It's late, and I don't even know what how long. What, anyways, that before she said about these changes, she said there's a nor, nor, there is a nursing shortage. So I don't understand how they're gonna get thirty new positions, and we are not gonna lose. Uh, it's not gonna be any extra work for us. Absolutely not. What's gonna happen is that. We will, our caseload is going to increase because we'll be doing less. So what's going to happen, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, is that they're going to increase our patient load. Your mother's father's brother's sisters, right? They're going to add more of y'all to our schedules because now somebody else who has never even shook the, the hand of your mother, father, brother, sister is going to be doing your, your, your visit, they're going to be the ones doing the nursing. Like, what? It's, uh, it's, it wasn't that long ago, guys, that doctors actually went to patients' houses. It was actually personalized medicine. Not today. Not today. Medicine is, your healthcare is in the hands of people who are not physicians. And even if they are, uh, the physicians can't even do what they know to be right or it needs to be done. Or they've been so jaded by life that they've forgotten, you know, what the basics of life, what we need to do. And, um, you yeah. know, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a, it's not a good ending. I think, uh, I think it's, it's sad. I feel, I feel really bad that my daughter has to grow up in this, this, type of place not this country this i mean maybe it is i don't think it maybe it is a lot to do with this country where everybody's it's all about fucking greed no no selflessness it's all so, me 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 you know so um anyways guys hit the thing you if you whatever platform you're listening to the show on if you just hit follow It'll alert you when I release a new episode because it's just going to be whenever. Um, people keep asking me, I didn't know you had a new show. Just hit the follow or the like and it, it will alert you, okay? Um, anyways, enjoy your uh, your evening. Enjoy your, enjoy your life. Um, and people my age, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. We're keeping people alive a long time now. We'll be keeping people our age longer in, when we get to be older. It's uh, Medicine keeps getting better. 
Nobody's getting healthier. Okay? Those guys are getting richer. You're staying sicker. Their hair looks slicker. You're a, you know, I don't know. I was going to try to rhyme something. It, I, it didn't make it work. Have a good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. I will talk to you next time. And then I may, I, uh, I might try to get around to telling you my plan to fix healthcare in this country. All right. Thanks again for listening. Just spread the word. Please get somebody to, uh, you know, get people out there to listen to this. The more people that hear the, this information, the more people that might be inclined to go vote, to uh, raise hell about it in their community, to make things happen. There's too many people that don't want to stand up for when something is corrupt and bullshit or not right. I'm not one of those people. This is my way of trying to let y'all know in this country why it's never why it's costing you so much money. Why aren't you better? That's I want everybody to know that. Start challenging your doctors. I've been seeing you for 12 years. Nothing's different. Why? All right. Once again, have a good night. I will talk to you guys soon. Please leave comment. Whatever platform, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, you can comment. Let me hear some questions. Let me hear your views. Okay? If you got any. If not, then fuck it. Whatever. All right? Have a great night. Take care. God bless. Talk to you soon.